Hello, hello, my beloved, and welcome to the Body-Led Business Podcast. I am your host, Urika Valan, and today we're going to have a very human episode. I'm going to keep things super real because I have something to share that I know everyone will relate at the profound level. So you probably know that I love to batch my content and Tuesday is the day where I sit down and write a lot of my content for social media. And this is also the day where I sit down and batch my podcast episodes. However, you probably also know that many years ago I suffered from insomnia. And even though I am very healthy, sleep is still the place where things can get a little sensitive. So today I woke up feeling so tired because I could not sleep last night. I was up in the middle of the night and I believe I still have some gentle PTSD from my insomnia days. So if I wake up in the middle of the night, it's very easy for me to go into a space of fear where I am afraid that I will not be able to fall asleep. And this fear is the thing that keeps me up, right? So it's just a dumb spiral. So I went down this spiral last night and today I am not feeling so invigorated. I am not feeling so lit up, you know, to write my best copy. And I was wondering, will I be even articulate to record my podcast? And these are the moments where we really have to catch ourselves instead of pushing through, instead of forcing ourselves to be focused, to be high vibes. We actually really want to honor the body but in ways where we also don't drop our business. This also makes me think of a few other stories that I experienced myself and also supported my clients with. So recently, I was supporting a client of mine in Velocity, my body-led business mastermind, and she was sharing that she was going through a challenging time because she recently moved countries. She didn't have any stability because she was actually moving houses and she was also being a single mom running a business, right? So we often have things going on behind the scenes in our life that will be very directly affecting what's happening in our business, whether we want it or not. And speaking of movie countries, you know, myself, for the last two years before moving to Austin this year, I was basically forced because of visa reasons to be nomadic, right? As I was waiting for my American visa, I had to be on the go. So I was running my business, launching really big, amazing programs, while also often living off my suitcase, you know, and sometimes unpacking for a month or two, but not having any stability on grounding or even knowing where I will be living in the next month. And this was always impacting my nervous system and not always in a good way. So all of this to say that life will always be happening. And we want to learn how to navigate our personal challenges while honoring the nervous system and also honoring our businesses. So today's episode is all about how do we scale our business when shit is hitting the fan. And I use the word how to scale our business intentionally because it's not just about showing up in our business, but it's also how do I scale my business even when I am going through a challenging time. And I believe that this is absolutely possible because sometimes in life, you know, we're going to have moments where it's not just having a bad day. Maybe it's an entire phase that's actually challenging. So we'll have to learn how to adapt. So here's the thing, my love. Before 
you are a business owner. You are a woman first. Before you are a wife, a beloved, a mother, a friend, you are a woman first. And what is happening inside of your body, your nervous system, your heart, your emotions is always impacting your business, especially if your business is a personal brand. And if you have a personal brand, if you have a solid business, then it's very likely that your inner work is also the fuel for your business. And here's where we enter a tricky place. It's so easy to become enmeshed with our business. And what happens then is that we start identifying with our businesses. And then when we are going through a personal challenge, our business inevitably begins to go through a challenge as well. And this is where a lot of people trip over, especially the more feminine, sensitive beings. And I definitely put myself into this category as well. We identify ourselves with our businesses. And then when we are having a bad day, we also make our business have a bad day. And then we enter quite a negative feedback loop, right? Because if the business is not generating the results we want to have, this is also affecting how we're feeling. Let me give you some tough love, okay? (laughs) Because yes, it's about validating this part in us that needs to feel, that needs to feel safe, that needs to be held, that needs to be tended to. But it's also about becoming mature entrepreneurs and realizing that we are not our businesses. And it is our personal responsibility to remove ourselves emotionally from our businesses so that we could have a bad day, a difficult phase, and the business keeps on growing and generating results. Imagine, for example, you go to your favorite cafe. You're so excited to have your favorite latte. And then you come to the cafe after driving for such a long time like in Austin, because where we live, (laughs) it's at least a 20 minute drive to go anywhere, which is a bit challenging. So imagine I come to a cafe after driving all the way and the cafe is closed. And there's a little note, sorry, I'm having a bad day. (laughs) This is not an entrepreneurial attitude, right? So it's honoring both our body and also our business. So let's look a little deeper. How can we scale our businesses? when we're going through a challenging time, without pushing through, but also without pretending that we are fine. Okay, so firstly, we're going to look at the most important asset that you have. It is your body and the health of your nervous system. If these are not flowing, nothing else is going to work. So whatever is going on in your life, firstly, Tend to your body, tend to your needs. If you notice that you are in survival mode, meaning that you're feeling fear, anxiety, stress, you are thinking about how can I maybe quit my job? How can I quit my business? I just want to disappear. I want to hide. Maybe I'm having too many emotions and I'm going into down spiraling, right? These are the moments where where you want to pause. These are the moments where you want to Take care of your most basic needs. And sometimes it's not about having a very complicated, deep, sophisticated spiritual practice. Sometimes it's actually tending to your most basic needs and doing some self-care. So maybe this could look like having an afternoon off where you have a bath and cry. Maybe it is actually going for a walk and just putting yourself in the sun 
and allowing yourself to receive the nourishment of the elements. Maybe it's making yourself a healthy, delicious meal and eating this meal while listening to your favorite song. These things can be so simple, but they nourish us so profoundly. Of course, if you notice that, you know, you're going through more things that, you know, simple self-care is actually not, not enough, then you will want to go into a deeper somatic practice, which I highly, highly recommend because, you know, business on its own is already a big emotional roller coaster, and you want to be taking care of your mental health and holding yourself with compassion at the deep level, even more so when you have a business. Just on a little side note, I sometimes wonder how can women even run a business without knowing how to actually move their emotions and tend to the nervous system on a regular basis? And by the way, when I say feeling and moving your emotions, I don't mean observing your emotions or doing positive thinking. This is not feeling your emotions. It's just putting a temporary patch on a bleeding wound that keeps on bleeding eternally, right? So when I say feeling your emotions, I mean exactly that, where your entire body is engaged. You are moving, you are breathing, you are sounding. And often when we enter this process, we go through what I call emotional alchemy, where we find a place that feels maybe like frustration, and we stay with that frustration. When I say stay, I mean, I lean into the frustration. I breathe into the sensation where I'm feeling frustrated. I express a sound and I move my body. I breathe myself open so that I give an outlet for that frustrated energy to be released out of my body. Not to get rid of the frustration, but simply because I want to honor the energy that wants to move. Once I move the frustration most likely there's going to be a different emotion underneath. This is where we alchemize one emotion into the next. Often afterwards, I will feel anger. Maybe something happened. Maybe someone crossed my boundary. Maybe I crossed my own boundary. And after anger, often I'm going to have some sadness, some grief, tears, right? And once I felt my tears, very often I will access one of my favorite places, which is the holy void. It's pure emptiness, which is also pure peace, pure love, pure God, right? And then I know that I've really emptied my emotional well. Of course, you don't have to be doing this at all times, but know that when I say lean into your body and feel your emotions, I'm referring to a deeper process where you actually want to learn about the wisdom of your emotions and see what message, what lessons they have for you. So to summarize this point, the very first point, emotional embodiment, I believe is a non-negotiable when it comes to having a personal brand and also in general running a business because running a business on its own is an emotional journey. Things will come up, right? So don't wait for these things to happen. And if you're already noticing anything happening in your personal life, tend to those challenges first thing. And this is how my business coaching is different from most business coaches, because there is a space for you to be human. There is a space for you to feel emotional. And I am so happy that I am trained and experienced in supporting my clients with emotional challenges. 
So it's not just business coaching, it's also honor all that you are. It is holistic coaching that includes your business and also your body. And when people work with me one-on-one or in my business mastermind, Velocity, all of my clients have access to so many high-level, in-depth somatic practices that are life-changing when running a business. And imagine how empowering it is for you as a leader and also for your business to know that all of you is welcome and all of you gets to be supported while you are growing your business. By the way, I will be running the next round of Velocity in early 2024. So if you want to jump in, send me a DM on Instagram and I'll be super happy to chat with you. So number two, we have now tended to our bodies, our nervous systems, our emotions. The other thing that I would very highly invite you to do is tend to your business, tend to your clients, especially your paying clients. As a high-level leader who is holding integrity as sort of value, and I know that you are because you're listening to this podcast and we must have this value in common, I know that you are here to follow up on your commitments. You're here to do what you said you would. And if you feel that you don't have the capacity to deliver your best energy, your best presence, your best level of support to your clients, then of course, it's totally okay to cancel the call, cancel the session, but do this as soon as you can to honor your clients. So here are some tips that you can use when it comes to tending to your business, when you're going through a challenging time personally. And these are the tips that I shared with my client in Velocity recently. So I'm just going to share what I shared with her. And the first thing that I asked her was, what do you have the capacity for? Very honestly, do you have zero capacity? Or do you still have some time, some energy to work on a business, maybe one hour per day, maybe a little bit longer, right? And then in that hour, you really want to, you know, maximize the time and the energy that you have to get the most done in the least amount of time. Another thing that you can do is repurpose your best performing content instead of thinking that you have to create new content. So go and look at the data. Go and look at the best performing posts. Go and look at your emails that had the highest opening rates and reuse them. Maybe you want to freshen things up, right? Yeah, maybe just want to change the design. Maybe you want to use the same copy, just a different image. Maybe you can ask your team to repurpose a carousel into a reel or, you know, we can get creative, of course. But this way, you don't have to spend any energy to create new content. You just simply repurpose things that have already worked really well. You can also focus on other strategies, such as building your mailing list by sharing your freebies. I imagine that if you have an online business, most likely you have freebies or lead magnets. So you can simply use them on your stories, in your emails, right? To keep on sharing your wisdom, to keep on explaining your thought expertise without needing to create new content. And if you share this on your stories, you're also expanding your mailing list. Another thing that you can do is go through your Instagram stories, go to the archive and see which of the content feels most resonant in this present moment. Maybe it's a teaching that you gave a while ago, maybe something really inspiring. Simply download the story and reshare it. Super simple. 
Maybe you even have something on your notes app. By the way, my notes app is <laughs> it's a goldmine. I have so much copy. One day it's going to turn into 20 books, right? So sometimes I just literally go into my notes app and reuse what I had written in the past and just put it simply on a beautiful background. And that's it. That's a beautiful story. That is a beautiful post without needing things to be perfect. Very important. Another thing that I advise my client to do is see what are the programs that she is wanting to launch in the near future and then do a pre-sale, meaning that she is selling the program right now but delivering the program much later. This could be a month or two or three months in advance, sometimes even longer. And it is a win-win situation because you can sell your offering right now and you have this spaciousness before you need to deliver the offering. But it's also a beautiful benefit for a client because they get to have a longer payment plan. This is where the waitlist strategy also comes in. And I have a different podcast episode on using the waitlist strategy. So just scroll down if you want to learn more about this. Okay, so right now we have covered tending to your nervous system, tending to your business. And as an incredible entrepreneur that you are, one thing that you can do to support yourself in the future is to plan ahead and have systems so that when you have a day where you just need to curl up in bed and cry, you actually have systems to hold you in your humanness. When you are on your belief, for example, then you know that you have processes and systems in place that are holding you and the business is still open for enrollment and for sales, right? So... Okay, to finish out this episode, I just want to mention one more question that I get so often from my clients. This is related to today's topic about how to scale our business when going through a challenging time, but it's also related to leadership and messaging. So how much of your personal process to share online? And here is my personal opinion. Take it if it resonates, leave it if it doesn't. It's going to be a very individual solution, of course. In my opinion, you do not have to share all of your vulnerable human mess in order to say that I am a human authentic leader. When you're going through a challenging time, think, is what you're going through relevant for your people? Is this of value in any way? Some things will be of value and others won't. Also, in my personal opinion, if I am in the middle of something, and I'm still feeling charged, feeling emotional, I will not speak about what I am going through in public because I also want to honor my privacy, honor the sacredness of my process. And I know that sometimes if I want to document my process or talk about it, I'll be taking away from my own personal experience that is just between me and God, right? And most of the time, I will do two things. One thing, I will be still honest with my people that I am going through something and I will not pretend that I am fine, that I am hyped up. And I will say, hey, I'm having a really challenging day, but I want to share more. And then if this process is relevant and valuable to my people, then most likely once the process is complete, I will share about it. And this is just my personal opinion because some people I know will like to process things in public. However, there's some nuance here. I personally believe that our Instagram, for example, is not a public journal. 
I believe that some things are meant to stay private and some people who are processing all of their emotional turmoils in public create kind of unwanted dynamics where their clients, their followers may feel like they need to hold their coach or the mentor or the person that they were following online emotionally. And that is not exactly healthy if you want to position yourself as a reliable, solid, embodied thought leader, right? So it's such a balance between, yes, bringing our humanity, bringing our rawness, being real, dropping the guard, dropping the masks, while also knowing that some of the things are meant to be private, because they are sacred and they're only ours to process and ours to fully embody and integrate. So I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. I want to leave you with this message. Every challenge that you're going through, and this will happen very often, sometimes daily, when running a business and also being a human, is an opportunity to step up. It is an opportunity to step up in how we choose to relate to our circumstances. It is one of the most powerful things for us to be able to feel what's happening, but without identifying with the circumstances. For me, this is true self-leadership. And also in my world, staying in the victim patterns is just not an option. But feeling my emotions is definitely always my standard. And I believe that it is the most self-loving behavior for us to pause, to turn inwards, to meet our bodily wisdom, to give ourselves what we need, deepen our devotion to the goddess, and then find the new layers of wisdom that are available for us in that experience. And then find even a more potent source of fuel for our business. Find an even more authentic source of our personal power. And then, once you're able to catalyze so much depth and wisdom through your body, through your challenge, you become unstoppable. You become invincible as a leader and you stand out from the noise on social media because few people will have the courage to really meet themselves in the light and in the shadow. And this is the beginning of a body-led business where your business reflects all that you are, where your business feels like an extension of who you are as a whole woman. Thank you so much. It was such a beautiful episode and I would love to hear your questions and your insights about what you experienced in today's episode. So feel free to send me a DM on Instagram and I'll be so happy to chat with you. Sending you my biggest hug and I will see you in the next episode.